0: This is the Seven Figures Podcast. Smart money strategies for women with Sandy Waters. Seven Figures is sponsored by Family First Credit Union. When it comes to financial education, earning and learning go hand in hand. And Family First is here to help you and the greater Rochester community with both. If you often think... Oh, gosh, I wish I was wealthy. I wish I had wealth. You drive by the lottery sign and you're like, you know, you start to daydream. Wouldn't it be cool to be rich and win that? You might play and think, gosh, I hope I win. You don't have to drink. You can be financially wealthy right now, but there are four things that you have to stop doing and saying it's these things that could be holding you back. And today, our guest, because we're going to talk about these things, our guest today is successful entrepreneur David Mamano. Thank you so much for being here.
1: Thanks, Sandy. I am very excited to be here.
0: Some episodes we dedicated to very practical financial advice, like the strategy, the plan that you need to put into place in order to feel good about your financial future. And then there's other episodes like today's where I feel like the mindset has to be there too, right? You can know the plan, but you have to be thinking about money in the right way.
1: It. I agree a hundred percent. It's all about, I'll say, changing the record in your head mm. and then implementing the daily habits that will will create the wealth that you desire. Yeah. And you being very, the frugal one, right? <laughs> <laughs> and it's a mindset. It's a mindset that you, I'm sure every day are thinking about things. You probably have some habits that are just ingrained in you by now. Yeah. And that's what it is. There's books, there's books out there like there's a book called Think and Grow Rich.
0: Oh, yeah. We had uh James Whitaker on the podcast okay. who has the the newest edition of that. Yeah. The legacy.
1: Yeah. Great, great book. Mm-hmm. But it means nothing if you don't implement the habits. Right. So what right. they talk about is really create the vision of where you want to be, and then uh, set up a system that daily, even if it's like 10, 12 minutes a day, you're just reading through that vision. And after, it is amazing, they say a habit takes 21 days. Mm-hmm. So true. If you um, if you have a, a, a vision for where you want to be, not just with, I mean, finances, of course, uh, health, I'll say wealth, health, wealth, fitness, relationships, Yep. and you just read through that vision, um, like 10 to 12 minutes a day after 21 days, you're, it's like science, right? Your mind all of a sudden is trained to move in that direction. You might even catch yourself like, oh my God, I'm becoming this person. So we can super hyper-focus on wealth. Where do you want to be in a year? What are the What are the habits that you have to do every day to make that happen? And just reading it over, just quickly every morning before your day starts, before you know it, instead of ordering the triple Frappuccino at Starbucks, as you know, I, as you can tell, I don't order those. I, I don't know if there's a triple Frappuccino, uh, but, you know, going from $8 coffee to like, you know what, give me a tall regular yeah. coffee with some almond milk, you know, that is what, maybe a $1.50, right? Or making your own coffee at home. Before you know it, all of a sudden you're implementing these habits that, that stop, you know, that, that leak in the boat that, you know, really prohibits you from building wealth.
0: And it does sound, feel pointless in the beginning because you're like, oh, yeah, yeah. What? Okay, here's my list. Yeah. I got to read it over. But you have to believe in your list. And it has to be a clear, concise vision. It can't be, oh, I want to be rich. Right. Right? Like you do when you mm-hmm. drive by the lottery sign. Oh, I want to win that money. Wouldn't yeah. it be great to be rich? Yeah. You have to have a clear, concise, okay, this is what my future looks like. Very specific. You're
1: right. Very yeah. spe- like how much money do you want this year? Okay. Uh, I want to have, I want to save $20,000 in the bank this year. Let's just say that's your that's your yep. goal. Okay, well, how much do I make? How much can I save? What am I spending right now that I don't need to spend? So uh, there's a lot of people that go to Starbucks every day, mm-hmm. five bucks a day, right? And so that, let's say you only go on the weekdays, okay? So $25 a week, $100 a month. There's $1,200 a year right there that you don't need to spend. What else, yeah. what other habits are uh, in your life are, are, are like that, that you're just, you know, just truly uh, wasting money that you don't have to?
0: If you find yourself, and we all have been there, um, so it's okay if you're there right now, because we've all done it where we, quote unquote, play the victim sometimes. Like, well, I i don't have more money in my bank account because I don't make a lot, because my boss is screwing me, or what's $5? It's okay that I spend the $5. I deserve it. I need to treat myself. It's that way of thinking that we've all found ourselves, but we have to shed ourselves from that, right? That $5 yep. does matter. Your boss, whether they're screwing you or not, there is a way that you can be making more money.
1: You could totally, most people could totally find 100 to $200 a week. Yeah. That they're, they're I could say, wasting. That are wants, not needs. And if you truly want to save that money, uh, I'm, I'm sure you could, like, maybe you want to journal your expenses for a week. And you're probably very surprised at the money you're pissing away. Like, oh, my God. Right. Yeah. And
0: as much as we hate journaling, we've talked about this before. We all hate journaling. I know I do, too. But it is eye opening.
1: Well, just do it for a week. Yeah. Just do it for a week. Oh, my God. I had lunch three days this week out and that was 80 bucks. And then the coffee and drinks with friends. And I mean, you want to have some fun. But, you know, instead of, you know, drinks with with friends, you know, two or three days a week, maybe it's one. Yeah. lunch out. Do you have to really have the lunch out? You know, that is your goal to save money. Um, but I love what you said in the beginning. It is a total mindset. Why is somebody who is 40 years old, a millionaire and somebody who's not for or who somebody is 40 years old and not a millionaire. It, it's a total. And they, maybe they have the same circumstances, very similar uh, growing up, et cetera. But what is the difference? Well, the difference is how they think, yep. how they think. And sometimes you, like frankly just have to change the record in your head
0: and we're going to change that record because there are four things we're going to categorize it four things we're going to give you four things to change right now so love if you're it. saying or doing these four things you are going to stop it today okay I love okay. it okay so it. before we get there though I want to learn more about you because you are extremely successful um a serial entrepreneur.
1: A serial entrepreneur. Although I've never owned a serial company, <laughs> I, know. I am a serial it entrepreneur. It almost
0: sounds dangerous. Okay. <laughs> well, so that, was,
1: that was one of my stand-up jokes is I was a serial killer and I had a knife in my pocket during the whole routine. And at the end, I brought out a cereal box and stabbed it violently and the cereal went over the audience and they're like, what is this guy doing? And I said, that's right, I'm a serial killer. So.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh. So now do you still do a stand-up with that joke? Well,
1: as you can tell, it was not that funny. <laughs> And I haven't done it in a while. <laughs>
0: I didn't even know that about you that you did stand up. I
1: did stand up comedy oh, for fun. a year. Yeah. I quit my my illustrious career in radio Ooh. for uh, and I moved to Chicago. You I were was smart. About 24, okay. 23, and moved to Chicago for a year. I won the funniest person in Rochester contest.
0: Did you in, really? In the
1: early nineties. And I got such an ego over that. I'm yeah. like, I'm moving to Chicago. <laughs> I'm gonna do second city you know, stand up and acting and um uh, So glad I did it. I mean, I'll be on my rocking chair, 95 years old, knowing that I'm not supposed to be the next Jerry Seinfeld. Uh, I liked it. I didn't love it, but I'm glad I did. It was a great experience. And to be in Chicago doing stand-up comedy when you're 23 years old. Oh, yeah. How great was it? Awesome. It was was fun. But I just was not that funny.
0: So, okay. So then what led you to owning your own business? You went from radio to stand-up to?
1: back to radio. So I was in radio sales for overall for three years. Okay. Okay. when I got out of college, my first station w- was wish 95 and it was so bad. The ratings were so bad. Like you wished it wasn't on the air. Oh. We were like number 11 <laughs> out of 10 stations. We were so bad. Uh, we, we played not, we didn't only, only play the Barry Mandel and Barbara Streisand. We played the instrumentals. Right. Ooh. And so if you wanted to fall asleep and you couldn't, you would put on wish, you'd be like right out. And uh, so worked there for about a year, did stand up for a year, came back, worked for a station called uh, WMAX 106.7. Uh huh. Uh, and then I went to this station, ninety eight point nine. But at that time, way back when, uh, it was WKLX. It was the oldie station.
0: Oh my gosh, the the old people, the old, days. old Rochester people are listening right now, the and they are taking days. them down memories. It was laying. like
1: Elvis, the Beatles. I yeah. mean, it was like yeah. uh, like fifties and sixties stuff. And it was owned by uh, Heritage Media at that time. Oh
0: gosh, yeah, yeah.
1: And we were we were in Midtown, and it was either Chase or B. Foreman Building. I forget now. Um, and uh, so I was there for a year. And so, so what made me want to start my own business? Well, to get the hell out of radio, right? Yeah, start actually uh,
0: making money. Sure.
1: <laughs> well, no, and, and I'm I love the loved, sucker
0: who's still here. I know. Well,
1: but you're happy. <laughs> I, you're happy. I can tell. And I was, ha- I was somewhat happy. I mean, the people were great. It was a fun business. But I just had this rage inside of me to to do something different. And uh, and really, I like my boss. I just hated having a boss. When I say hate, it's like abhor. So I'm like, all right, it's me. It's my problem. I need to start my own business. And uh, so I had this idea to start a magazine for high school students. I I ran the college newspaper at UB, University of Buffalo. I loved it. And I loved helping people with young people with their future. I was in junior achievement. I was a big brother, uh, uh, Camp Good Day special times. So I kind of wanted to bring back my love of print and combine it with something that I like doing anyway as a hobby, which is helping youth. So I started a magazine called Next Step Magazine and we would help teenagers with college career and life planning and uh, made a profit right away, expanded it, you know, from just Rochester to Buffalo, Syracuse, and then all New York state. And then we actually franchised it around the whole country. So we had, we had Next Step Magazine, regional editions all over the country. We're in every state. We're in about 25,000 high schools. It was a beautiful business. We were like an ink ink magazine, 5,000 company, three years in a row, Rochester, top 100, I'm like on top of the world, thinking my poop doesn't stink.
0: Oh, yeah. Here we go. Ego again. Oh, Uh huge, Uh huge.
1: Uh, uh, Colossal Eagle de Mano. That's my (laughs) nickname. (laughs) I'm going to name a stadium after myself someday, right? Well, you know
0: Italians. (laughs) And I can say that because I'm 100%. Those Italian men, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah.
1: We got it going (laughs) on. Yeah, we got it going on. Kind of a big deal. (laughs) The best at
0: the romance department and the best with everything else. Oh, we're amazing. (laughs) We're number
1: one in everything. (laughs) So, but then uh, God kicked me in the butt and had that digital revolution say, you know, teens in print are no longer cutting edge technology. Ah, right. And it literally collapsed within about two years. We put everything online. Never was the same as most print that we know. Gannett, newspapers, magazines, they, they're still here, but it's never the same revenue, never the same company. So what, what happened is we put everything online, really was never the same. And then uh, it's still there, but now uh, about two years ago, I started this company called Avanti, which kind of means next step in Italian. It means move forward. So Mm -hmm. that was a nice little brother-sister name. So Avanti Entrepreneur Network, and it started out as a coaching company. So I would coach people to start and grow businesses. And then I started uh, doing events for entrepreneurs, bringing the speakers and stuff like that. And then I started a podcast, the Avanti Mm -hmm. Entrepreneur Podcast. Been doing that for two years. Love it. Um, and then about a year ago, I started doing these, these confidential mastermind groups. I don't know if you've heard of those, but they're, um, it's actually from Think and Grow Rich. He, um, uh, Napoleon who uh, uh, Napoleon Hill, who wrote the book, talks about ha- setting up a mastermind group of like-minded peers that you could uh-huh. talk to about challenges, opportunities. And so we, we set up uh, four uh, peer groups in Rochester of about 10 to 12 people each. And they're just monthly confidential mastermind groups where you could talk about anything you want with people that own businesses. So it's like, oh, my people, they, you know, they know what I'm well, going through. Well, and
0: that's really important. A lot of our yep. guests say that you have to surround yourself with who you want to emulate, who you right. want to be like. Yep. And the people yep. who you surround yourself could kill your potential wealth. If you're hanging around the, oh, the wrong type so of people. Important. So important. Yeah.
1: You are. That is more true. And, and, you know, speaking of Italian, sometimes we have these Italian relatives that would be like, oh, you know, they'll, they'll like, they'll like totally kill your buzz about what you want to do. Right. And they, they don't mean to, but they're just conservative. Just, they're like, yes. you know, they're in their ways. Yeah. And you have this, you know, quote unquote crazy idea. Yeah. You're going to start a business. You know, you're going to, you're going to become a millionaire. And they're like, Sandy, get real, get back to your job, will you, you know? So
0: true, yeah. Right,
1: you know, and, and then you love those people, they mean well, but ignore the living crap out of them, you know, right? <laughs> and uh, and cause, because that's the only way you're going to move forward to that next level is surround yourself with like-minded, kindred spirits that understand, like, oh, Sandy, you want to become a millionaire? I already am a millionaire. Or I want to be one too. Let's do it together. Let me help you. You you help me.
0: These conversations that you have in these groups, Mm -hmm. are they, because money, for some reason, the minute you talk about money, everybody shuts down and is quiet. It's my business, not your business. Don't get in my business. I won't get in your business. Right. But I feel like that's the wrong approach because we need to learn from each other. Absolutely. Right? absolutely. I mean, we'll yeah. brag about our brand new kitchen, but heaven forbid mm. we brag about right. how much money we saved last month. Right. Yeah. And it should be the other way around.
1: It totally should be. It's, you know, I mean, it's one of those for some reason, it's it's one of those taboo things to yeah. talk about. So in your groups,
0: do you guys openly talk to each other? Hey, listen, my business is making this much money and here's how you get.
1: Absolutely. There. And, and so what we do is we sign we sign a code of ethics that uh, we agree to confidentiality. Okay. So, what, what happens in this room stays in this room. Otherwise, you're literally kicked out. Right? See,
0: there's another Italian reference. Okay.
1: Exactly. The law of omerta, right? So, yes. confidentiality. <laughs> and, uh, you know, if, you're, if, you, if you break the code of silence, the
0: cement shoes are waiting right? for you. Yeah, that's right.
1: <laughs> and that's the Italian way. You're kind of done forever. We just kick you out of the group, you know, <laughs> as far as you know. But uh, so, but so that it, it, and, you know, the group, it takes a few months to build that trust in, and to be vulnerable. You know, build those relationships, yeah. and then people really start to respect the confidentiality. As far as like, okay, I trust these people. I'm going to talk about my finances with my business—the good, bad, and ugly. I need help. Um, sales, marketing, a lot of times, uh, personnel issues. Right. Mm. A lot of entrepreneurs, well, even even ones that are are literally are very successful from a, a financial perspective, still are very depressed. Entrepreneurs have a very high suicide rate. And uh, because they feel very alone, right? And and so oh. just be able, that's why these, you know, there's other groups out there. There's Vistage, there's Entrepreneurs Organization, EO, there's YPO. Avanti is more for the small business entrepreneur. Okay. Uh, but I totally encourage, even if you just create your own, having some type of monthly rhythm where you could talk to people about finances or whatever you need to talk about yep. so that you don't go at it alone. Even if you're, a, you're an entrepreneur or business owner that has 50 employees, they don't know what you're going through, waking up at three in the morning worrying about this, that payroll, et cetera. Yeah. So just to surround yourself with like minded professionals. For you, you know, maybe you want to start a, hey, I'm frugal too, mastermind group, and or I want to be a millionaire <laughs> mastermind group, you know? And just find people that can help you get there, kindred spirits that are gonna help you, encourage you, uh, instead of giving you that like, ah, whatever, Sandy, get back to work and cook dinner for your kids.
0: Yeah. They'll either right. enable you or they'll they'll Yeah. yeah. And you, and you do have to prune the rose bush. Yeah. I mean,
1: family it's tough. What are you going to cut your father out? No. But uh, uh, but sometimes when when you do have dreams, not all your friends are going to be part of uh, part of the journey. Yeah. You know?
0: Okay, so now we're going to get to those four things that you have to stop doing and saying. Excellent. first, conversations like this one are sponsored by Family First Credit Union. From personal banking to business services and home loans, their number one priority is finding a solution that works for you locally. David Mamano, founder of the Avanti Entrepreneur Group, is here with us, helping us eliminate the roadblocks that we inadvertently put up that financially hold us back. So let's go through this list of four things that we have got to stop saying. Love we, it. Rich people don't say these things. The first one is positive association with money. Rich people have a positive association with money, right? Sure. Yep. And the rest of us, sometimes we have that negative perception of yep. money.
1: Yeah, so that's a, that's a great one. And, and why is that? Do we have some guilt that rich people are evil or we don't deserve to have this money? Things like that. Here's how I talk about that. Listen, the more money you have, the more people you can help, right? First of all, it's nice to have a cushion, so it's Mm -hmm. nice to sleep well. Second of all, um, you know, you you can help your family more, kids going to college, maybe, you know, mother, father helping them with things, so you can help more people. And uh, let's say, like, you really feel guilty. Don't worry about it. You could always help charities. You could always help other people with that money. So the more money you have, the more people you can help. I think that's the best way to get around that, that mindset is, okay, I don't have to feel guilty about it because I can use it as a tool to help people. So I think that's yeah. the best way to get around that
0: one. Yeah. Um, okay. And then the second one was whether we say it out loud or not, many of us believe, and you kind of just said it, don't, we don't deserve to be wealthy. Right. It'll never happen to me. I don't, I don't deserve it. Why, why
1: me? Yeah. Why? Well that, you know, why I don't understand that at all. That is negative self-esteem. Maybe some, you know, some things in your childhood that are making you just feel like not worthy. Um, you know, it's almost like, uh, you know, uh, like an eor type of, uh, mm-hmm. uh, you know, attitude towards things. You are worthy. That is a huge example of someone who needs to change the record in their head and let them realize that they are worthy. Why not, right? Uh, and those people should read. I would recommend two books: Think and Grow Rich. And there's another book that is game-changing. It's called Psycho-Cybernetics. And that literally, reading that book a few times, will literally realize that most of the crap you're putting in your head is BS. It's just like outside influences that are infecting your brain. And it will reverse that, and it will make you think that, you know what, you are tricking your brain with bad stuff. Let's start to, quote, unquote, trick it with the good
0: stuff. And you may not even realize you're doing it. Oh, most Honestly, people don't. Most people don't. Because you see the rich people. You're like, I'll never achieve that. I can't right. achieve that. So, well, look at that. Look at that. Yeah. all the houses they have. That will never be me. Yeah. That right there, you're just telling yourself subconsciously you don't deserve it. Why not? Why that? Right. Why does that guy or that woman have yeah. all that money and you don't? You You can have it, too. You become right? what you
1: think about. You become what you yeah. think about. So if you think you're not worthy, guess what? you will not be worthy. If you tell yourself that you don't deserve it, guess what? You won't deserve it. Right. But if you reverse that, yeah, then, you know, you, you will, you know, it is that the mind is an amazing thing mm-hmm. and you can program it, but it's so much easier to think about negative things and negative feelings and self-defeating things than it is to push forward and be positive. It, it is harder. We're almost wired as a machine to uh, think more negative. It's easy, mm-hmm. right? It's harder to push forward with positivity. But once you retrain your brain, it just becomes a habit. Like brush, you don't think, like I'm sure you brush your teeth this morning. They look very nice and very clean. <laughs> but you probably didn't get up this morning and say, well, yeah, I'm gonna brush my teeth. Like mm. it just you yeah. just did it, right? right? And and you can do things like that with your brain as well, but it takes time to kind of retrain it. I love, I love, I've said the phrase a couple times. I'm saying it again, changing the record you're playing in your head. Uh, you know, take the blues out, you know, let's put it <clears throat> some good positive music in your brain.
0: And when you do this and you have that clear vision mm. and you have the right mindset, there's some work that goes along with it. You can't just right. all of a sudden. I tell my kids this all the time. <clears> you can't just say because, you know, I tell them you're confident. You're you're smart at math. You can, <clears throat> just tell believe in yourself. So they're like, yeah. mommy, I believed in myself. I said I was smart. I'm like, well, right. you got to actually work and practice. And yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: Well, so but it but it, you're right though it's 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 implementing implementing not only what you're gonna say but executing the habits yeah, yeah. You know, getting six pack abs it's it's not a hard formula right you have to eat you know pretty healthy and do like hundreds of sit-ups probably a day right so two things right I mean it's it's a simple formula yeah eat healthy and lots of sit-ups so I can tell myself I want six pack abs I want six pack abs but i have to actually do those two things yeah. on a consistent basis That's and then a tough it, it will happen yeah as you can tell I'm, i i still have a little work to do <laughs> but but the formula <laughs> is there <laughs> is that your goal
0: is that your vision right now i Stick i think I'm, I'm gonna
1: i think i'm gonna Put it down right now. Yep. Okay. Thank you.
0: <laughs> right after we're done, we are going to do some crunches.
1: The next <laughs> podcast that I, I come in here uh, to do, uh, I will do it shirtless. Okay. So, yeah. I love it.
0: All right. We are gonna, we're going to video that one. <laughs> uh, okay. So the next one is um, most of us burn out our own flame before it gets to be a fire with self-doubt. Fear of losing it all is a big thing that the majority of us fear, but Rich people don't have that fear of losing it, all, of failing.
1: Yeah. Well, and fear, once again, is not real. It's something that we invent from the outside and we put it in our brain. It's not real. It produces anxiety. It paralyzes us. uh, And people have a fear of failure. So what I say about that is just redefine what failure is. Uh, I fail all the time, you know, quote unquote, but I don't give up. I don't get discouraged. For me, failure is, you know, first attempt in learning, Right. Uh, that's what it stands for first attempt and at learning. like I you know Tony Robbins has a saying if you're totally committed, you'll always find a way. and you look at anybody that's successful and and there are a ton of failures along the path, but they didn't give up. So in my mind, ultimate failure is giving up. So when I was in radio and I want to start my company, my first company, uh sure, I was scared. like what if I lose everything? you know oh, yeah right and, but then I said, well, you know what? Um, I'm going to define failure as giving up. So if my first business doesn't work out, I will learn what I did wrong, what I did right, and I'll start a second business.
0: But see, now, when you have a financial component tied to this, a family tied to it, yep. where you have to somehow provide for them, yep. it it does make sense that fear of losing it all, your first business, <clears> that next step, right? It, yep. it did kind of just go away. If you have to feed a family, you're like, oh, where am I going to get my next paycheck? What do I do next? Yeah. So how do you train yourself or what advice do you give to the people who's like, it's okay, you're going to make it through that period?
1: Yeah. Well, and that's what you say too, is like, it will be okay. Let's figure this out. What's the downside? What's the downside? Let's try to protect that downside in the future. So for me, when I started, I was 25, right? And I my downside was, well, I wasn't married, no kids, no house, no, nothing. I had a geo prism. Right. Ooh, and, uh, fancy. oh, I was, I was a chick magnet with that car. Let me tell you. <laughs> I'm like, why didn't I get many days when I was 25? <laughs> oh yeah. That's one of them. Sold <laughs> <laughs> the Camaro. No, I'm just kidding. But, uh, so, but my downside was like, well, you know, I'll lose my geo prism. I can, I like, I left on good terms in radio. I did it the right way. I can always go back and get my job. Now, you know, so let's say you're 40 wife, husband, kids, yeah. works, works. Uh Yeah, so then there's a little more planning involved. Uh, so before you start that business or whatever you want to do, you want to think of the, like protect yourself against the downside, right? So if you, um, uh, you know, so before you start a business, you might want to think like, well, I, I need this much in savings, you know, because, you know, I need to live for six months or a year. Um, I want to leave on good terms. So can I get my job back? Probably you know, if okay. if, I, if I do leave.
0: So even broaden it to not even the person who just wants to start their own business, but maybe make a big career shift.
1: Right. Yeah. Right. This could yeah. apply to. Sure. So, yeah, make a big shift. Well, so my feeling is anything I ever uh, want to do, like stand-up comedy, right? Like what really made me do it is I have a bunch of old relatives, right? And like my great aunt is going to be 102 this month, God willing, right? Oh, so you got wow. like two more weeks, right? And- but every every older relative, they all say like, oh, my God, how did I get here so fast, right? Like they blinked and they uh-huh. were old, right? So that told me at a very early age, like life goes by fast. And I don't want to be on my rocking chair with regrets. Like, oh, why didn't I try that, mm. you know? I mean, you only live once. So that's why I tried comedy because I knew that if I didn't try it, that I would be in my rocking chair, like wondering if I was supposed to be the next Jerry Seinfeld. Now I know I'm just not that funny.
0: <laughs> you kind of look like Jerry Seinfeld. Uh, you're
1: sweet. You're sweet. You're yep. a, the Italian I, uh, Well, of I kind of look like Screech too. So there's a different level. Oh, of, uh, you know what?
0: <laughs> Jerry Seinfeld and Screech. If you, if that's they had a, a rumor. Baby. And then they had David Mamet If they had a
1: baby. <laughs> well, I will. Before I leave, I will show you my picture of when I was in like junior high. And you will think it's a picture of Screech. Okay. So, yeah. <laughs> we were very much interchangeable back then.
0: <laughs> oh, but you didn't have his paycheck back then. I did
1: not have the. I had a paper route. That's yeah. all I had. And poor
0: Screech now is broke, right? Didn't he have a GoFundMe or something? Yeah, a he did years some ago. interesting
1: things to raise money. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So a whole other story. But my feeling is like no regrets. Like if you have, if you have a career change you want to make, uh, once again, you know, figure out what you need to do to
0: protect yourself to okay. get there. Your backup, your plan B just in case.
1: Right. Just, if, if, you know, if you, if you have wife and kids and like responsibilities, you, you'd you certainly want to think about the downside, but uh, you know, uh, so how can you kind of ensure yourself? Like I had a friend who wanted to start a business. He was uh, working at an architecture firm me. He did all those beautiful, like artistic renderings before it was built mm-hmm. and you could kind of vision. Oh, here's what the plaza is going to look like. Great guy. He wanted to go out on his own. So we talked him through it. I said, all right, what's it going to cost you? He goes, well, I got to buy computer stuff, like six grand. I'm like, okay. If you quit your job, do they still need you? Will they actually, like, you'll, they'll be your first client? He goes, yeah, most likely. They'll probably be happy about it because now I'm not an employee. I'm on contract. So they're going to save money, too. Great. You got your first client. Can oh. you get two or three or four other clients in the next six months like them? He's like, most likely. What's the downside? He's like, nothing. He had a little bit of money saved. So he did it quit his job. Very great about it. And in fact, yep. He continued to work with them on contracts. So he had his first client, picked up two or three more, worked out of his house, bought that $6,000 computer. Two years later, he's making double what he was making before, but we just kind of talked through it. We talked like, yeah. you know, what has to happen? You know, he was married, no kid at the time. Uh, but so just kind of, kind of planning that out. What is your vision? And if you really want to do it, you'll find a way. You'll find a way. It may not be tomorrow. It may be six months, a year from now. But if you really want to do it, and once again, Tony Robbins saying, if you're totally committed, you will find a way to make
0: it happen. Okay. See, that's one thing you got to start saying that to yourself. That's how the rich think. Absolutely. If you want, you will find yeah. a way.
1: And failure's good. Like reverse failure. Yeah. You know, like it's part, like Abraham Lincoln. I love him. He failed like 40 times before he became president. You, I, I, I have my podcast and I interview entrepreneurs. I almost always ask tell me about your crash and burn story. And they're like, oh, which one? I swear to God, every single guy and and woman I interview has at least one crash and burn story. Okay. And they didn't give up though.
0: And then uh, I hate my job is uh, what a lot of of us find Mm. ourselves saying, but a rich person, a successful person would never say that.
1: Well, newsflash, we don't live in uh, a communist country, right? We live in America. (laughs) And I know a lot of people are complaining about it. Uh, these days, but oh my God, you know, get a grip. It still is the best country in the world to live your dream, right? Like it still is a country where you could start with nothing. You could start with below zero and with the right attitude and perseverance and, and work ethic, you still could make a beautiful life for yourself. It still is that country, right? My father-in-law from Sicily came here, uh, made some money, but he had promised his father-in-law that he'd, you know, move back to Sicily. Yeah. And he did. Tried to start a company in Sicily for two years. Couldn't even get the paperwork. Like, we get our DBA today. You want to start a business, Sandy, today? You go down. Oh. You okay. go down to the county clerk building.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, 33 bucks. You, you get your DBA. You are in business today. Right? Wow. Two years, he couldn't get the paperwork. We're so lucky to be in America. Mm. So, So, first of all, you hate your job. Well, that's your fault. Like, why do you have that job? Go get another job. Go start a business. Right. You, you know, And the economy is so great today. I'm sure with some dedication, you can find a job that you like or invent the job that you like.
0: Okay. All right. Now, um,
1: a little harsh. I'm sorry. But that, no, you know, but it was
0: good that this yeah. is what we need.
1: Yeah. yeah. A dose of
0: reality kick here.
1: A little kick in the took us. Yeah. That's right. The took us.
0: <laughs> um, okay. So now, Uh, And we talked about this when we started the podcast. It's so important to learn from each other. Right. So let's learn from you. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about your personal budget. Yep. Um, How much money do you have? No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Billions and billions.
0: (laughs) We did say we should be open. No. Right. Um, How do you run your budget? Do you and your wife, do you guys do it together? what can we mimic that you do successfully
1: well it is you know it, it it should be ideally uh, a teamwork like you know you and, and your husband probably have a plan as well usually a married couple is kind of a yin and a yang you know like one person will bring in the money and then and the other person will will kind of manage it one person's a little more frugal mm-hmm. the other person's not uh so uh, so it's it's really kind of acknowledging that and coming up with uh, you know probably a, a, I would say at least a weekly just touching base about it. What's going on? Where are we? Having like a dashboard of where you are with your finances, right? What's in the accounts, the, the five twenty nine plans, et cetera. Um, and just figuring it out together. It's almost like a football huddle. You know, they get together, they talk about what they're gonna do. Uh yeah. And and having that at like once I would say once a week, you know, with your once a so week. Yeah, well, just David, you know, even if you it's like five week. minutes, like set okay. up like set up a yeah, set up no, an Excel right. sheet. You know, like an right, Excel sheet, right? Set up an Excel <laughs> savings, checking, mutual funds, retirement, yes. kids.
0: Okay. That's just, how you do it. You're just, the, you're the spreadsheet guy.
1: I'm a spreadsheet guy. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But I mean, and then once it's set up, uh, just look <laughs> at it, you know, like update it once a week. You look at it together, right? You're so, it's kind of exciting. It's, you know what? It's like, I would say, uh, a monthly or a weekly, some type of rhythm where yeah. you're just touching base on it. Absolutely.
0: So do you have any rules that you follow? Um, you know,
1: I am, I am very excitable, I'm very impulsive, uh, but what I really strive to do is take a deep breath, right? Because I know myself now, I know that, oh my God, that big screen TV looks beautiful
0: um is I, it hard for you to be frugal then is that what you're telling it me? is it is okay. it is
1: yeah because i am an optimist i'm excited well let's bite off more than we could chew and we'll make it happen mm. i'm an entrepreneur
0: yeah a freaking okay. mad
1: scientist <laughs> oh yeah we'll make it happen Don't worry, yeah. honey. That's, we'll find a way we'll figure <laughs> it out you know but i know that about myself so i uh, so i need you know that I, I need to surround myself with people that are not like that to mm-hmm. question me and stop me um and then also just be self-aware like you know what, let me sit on this for two days. If I'm still excited about it in two days, whatever the time period is, yeah, uh, then we can reconsider it. Nine times out of 10, it's usually like, yeah, that was kind of a dumb idea. Yeah, so I'm glad I didn't do it. Okay. Yeah, even at restaurants, right? So I'm hungry and, you know, like, oh my God, this looks so good, you know, <laughs> but it's $25 for lunch. Oh, you know what let me get the fish tacos they're only 12 you know okay and then I'm full and I'm like, all right, that was a good decision yeah
0: well it feels good that everybody has those issues too you know oh, those it's well it's,
1: in America too I mean we're you know listen the depression like you know my aunt Connie the, the one who's gonna be hundred uh, 102 uh you know she you know she still gets uh upset when um uh like I'll take her out to lunch. And she'll like, if I leave too much tips, she's like, oh, why, why, why would you leave that much? You know, but that's, she, she was a depression baby. Right. Yeah. But, you know, listen, you, me, our kids like, we're not like that. You know, oh, we've had a good I just life. have, a, yeah. I have a friend and uh, I'll let him remain nameless. Uh, his son, uh, he gave his son access to iTunes and he's you know, he a young kid. He's like eight or nine. And for the apps and the games and all that stuff. And he got the uh, credit card bill, $1,400 for
0: one <gasps> month in the app
1: store. Right. And he flipped. My friend I my thank god my friend is, you know, he does well and he could afford it. But the, the little kid he didn't even know it. He's just yeah. like, you know, you can buy tokens and, and the same game, all these in app purchases and blah blah blah. That's
0: the big challenge for the next generation. It's so yeah. easy to access we watched our parents. Yeah. pull out cash from their wallet. Oh yeah, yeah. Where they're watching us just swipe yeah. a card and they just think money comes off it, it, of it. That's why I think it's really important to you mm-hmm. yourself if you don't feel like you have a good hold of your finances to listen to these episodes and mm-hmm. so you can understand it so then you can teach your kids because yeah. they're not going to learn it anywhere else.
1: Yeah. Well, I love that you're doing this and it's and you're probably learning the most. That's the best thing about being a podcaster about I a specific am. subject selfishly because this you is, yeah. get you get this education yourself right and it's just that uh, that, that that weekly reminder weekly mm-hmm. education right and once again it's all about habits habits of success feeding yourself the information that is good to go into, like retuning your piano with yep. what you need to do to be successful whether it's finances or anything else.
0: Awesome. David Mamano, founder of the Avanti Entrepreneur Group. How can we find uh, find you? Where can we go?
1: Well, very easy to email me, david at davidmamano.com, best way. Uh, or you can just go to my website, avantientrepreneurgroup.com. And actually, I have davidmamano.com as well. Okay. And um, you know I'm a Rochester guy, born and bred here. Uh, as all good Italians, I was born in Greece, New York. Oh, And uh, but we, we, Where do you uh, live now? We immigrated. Uh, when I was a kid, we actually uh, immigrated to um, Pittsburgh. We crossed oh, the river. Oh,
0: my goodness. We were one of the
1: few Italians in the, way back in the 70s that lived in Pittsburgh. All right, that's and, fine. You know, we, were, we were trailblazers, you know. <laughs> Mamano uh You eat uh, you know, pasta and cardoony every night. So, uh, yes. You right. were the uh,
0: only garage in Pittsburgh that had a screen. Oh, yeah. <laughs>
1: They were like, what is going on here? But they, my friends loved coming over to that garage because they got very good food. Right? So, you know,
0: if you don't live in Rochester, you're totally clueless on what's happening. But in yep. Rochester, we have, the Italians have the screened-in garage. It is the yep. living room, and it is, like, the floor of yep. my parents' garage is more pristine than my kitchen floor or my whatever yep. other floor in my house. Yep.
1: Oh, my God. My, well, my uncle, uh, my aunt and uncle, my godparents, still, they live in Gates. They have, maybe it rivals your parents'. It is. I mean, they have couches. They have a little kitchen in there. They have <laughs> TV. It. Uh, love I mean, it. it's like they live in there in the summer.
0: We maximize our space in our
1: Absolutely. house.
0: Absolutely. <laughs> and your podcast as well, right? We can find podcast, your podcast. If
1: you go to iTunes, Stitcher, whatever you use for everywhere, uh, even Alexa, say, hey, play the Avanti Entrepreneur podcast. Uh, that's mine. And, and and what I do is I interview what I view our rock star business owners and I'm picking their brain for their, their habits okay. for success. Awesome. Yeah. Well,
0: thank you so much for joining our podcast. Thanks for having
1: me. Honored. Appreciate it.
0: We're all going to now work on changing that record that's playing in our mind. And we are going to believe that we indeed deserve wealth. So next week, three more easy tips that will lead to wealth and success. Thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule, out of your busy day to listen and join us on the Seven Figures podcast. Cheers to being financially confident. I'll talk to you next week. If you have a personal finance question or feedback about the show, we'd love to hear from you. You can reach out to Sandy at sandy at rochesterbuzz.com. New episode every Friday. Listen, subscribe and tell a friend about the Seven Figures podcast. Smart money strategies for women.